Hi, my name is Brandon, and I'll be a Dungeon Master. Hey, I'm Chris, I'm playing Milo Underhand the Rogue. Hey, I'm Justin Bourne, and I play LaCroix Daboo, the eloquent bard with the heart of a hobbit and a brain of an orc. Hi, I'm Kai, I'm playing Sola Nightingale, the Celestial Warlock. Hello, I'm Lon He, I'm playing Flutter Echo, the Moon Druid. I'm Will, I'm playing Roostin of the Morning Light, the Poem Paladin. Uh, hello, my name is Lord Zarin, I am the Echo Knight uh, Fighter. Nice. Chris, what stuck out to Milo last time? Um, definitely our adventure in the Hive, or we headed over to this place called the Hive once we finally got to Sigil. So I'll leave it at that. We got to Sigil, and we went to this place called the Hive, and it was kind of a seedy underworld, and it was a perfect place for Milo to sort of do his thing. Very much so. I almost want to do it in an order because that's i think will will have the best recollection of the start if that makes sense yeah will how to what is roostin's uh memories from last time or what is roostin's i remember meeting Zottle, the imp just meeting bon bonking him discovering him with my divine sense to prove to Kagi that I could sense evil. And then, uh... I, uh, was immediately smitten. I, I liked this imp, even though it was evil. I found it silly and uplifting. And I... am hatching a plan to make it be mine. <laughs> nice. Okay. And then, now I'll continue. Justin, what stood out to LaCroix? Okay, so what stood out to LaCroix was the amount of deception that we, and like threats we took in from the environment and people, not environment, from the people around more so than the environment, but like we dropped off our ship or parked it and felt unsafe, then walked into like a random person's house. And that was okay. It was just an evil person or evil, uh, Zatul was there. Um, Zottle. Zottle, sorry. Zottle. Okay, I have a wrote, written wrong. Roten wrong, sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean. And then we ended up just kind of deceiving a, a gang, or not deceiving a gang, but just kind of feeling out where we are at with it all. Like, um, we're not necessarily going to kill the rival person. What was it? Araxith? Mm-hmm. And, but we're not going to try to kill him, or we're going to try to figure things out before we're supposed to kill him, according to the gang. But we'll just see how it plays out. Fair. Guy, tell us Sala's uh, interpretation or impressions. Yeah, I think one of the kind of frustrating things was the gate being closed because somebody in our party burnt down the bar that had the gate back to um, Foose in it. Um, and Kagi being upset in that aspect. We also kind of pawned her off to Araxith, which is kind of funny. Um, and I think she also remembers just kind of being really annoyed by every single character that we've met. Um, in the sense that no one talks straightforward, and she's very much a straightforward person. So, like, having to go around loops to get done what she wants to get done is frustrating. All right. And Lonnie, 
was uh, Florico's kind of impressions? I remember we are we said we would help one gang and now we're working for another one to kill another the said gang that we are going to help and someone got sucked into a jewel so that was fun. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. There was absolutely a, like a final um, affliction of the gym. You got Kagi back, but shortly thereafter, this ASMR rogue y'all were with got pulled in or whatever by it. Would you say that the people who get sucked into the gym are in jewel pods? Sorry, I'll leave. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave. Is this a jewel smoking utility joke? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When was the last time we saw Lozan? Two episodes ago. Okay. okay. He got sucked into the gym after we met. The other Dabu, as in the bald man. That's right. So he did make it into Sigil. Yeah, he did. So we would just have to deal with him coming out of the gym. Fair enough. All right. And, uh, well, let's uh, just catch up because you're probably just about to get zapped blindly out of a thing. Um, so what was the last thing that Lawyer's Aaron remembers? Uh, last thing I remember, uh, we entered Sigil. And um, it was just strange people. And yeah, I don't know. That's about it. I think we were asking about something. Talked to a guy. Yeah. Kind of confusing. It was. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, and to kind of just do a quick summary of the current exact situation... Is this like in a video game where you went and accepted quests from like two rivaling factions and kind of now have both of them expecting you to do something to the other? So, you'll probably just burn the whole place down, but we actually have to do the pretense of some kind of RPG style choice here. So, to begin, you have just left the home of Araxith, who sent you out to destroy this rival gang. As part of that, the payment will be both the debts owed by. Zadl would be then owed to Rustin and other side. They agreed, or rather, Araxith agreed to use his resources to search for Alcer for y'all. You are now leaving, um, and kind of as like an exchange of like both y'all's permission to be even in the area and your agreement to do these sorts of things. Um, y'all got a kind of a hostage in the form of a ASMR rogue that was in the area kind of one of his Araxith's lieutenants and Kagi is kind of possessed by the demon guy so yeah did the, here we go did, did the um the Asimar disappeared right he did Asimar's in the gem now okay yeah I'm so annoyed by this gem. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I'm the only one that's holding it. And everybody keeps coming in and out of the gem. Yeah, so you're probably like walking by. Um, you've just started to like walk down the alley, leaving the main area of Rax's house. Um, and there's probably like an empty crate that's like sealed up and boxed up um, with like a tiny little hole in the side of it. And the gym 
absolutely start sparkling just from within whatever pocket or bag it might be in. Which, which I guess, where is the gem so we can describe this better? The gem's in my, like, waist pouch. Okay. So you've got, like, that little pocket there. Like, the the flap on it, like, flies open as, like, a, pe- a beam of energy shoots and shakes, like, this sealed-up little crate box thing. Does anyone need to go into the gem, uh, thing? No, Morgoth and Mike are already in there. So we've already got that. Yep. I guess at this point it's probably at its lowest capacity it's been. Also three. Oh, that's true. Lowest capacity it's been yet. (laughs) (laughs) What if we don't kill the gang members? We just put them all in the gem. (laughs) Can we do that instead? Do we have to kill them, or can we just get rid of them? Maybe we could learn how to use them. Can I look at the contract and see the exact terminology that's used? Uh, Elimination. Uh, Elimination as an enemy? Or as a life you crawling up, drawing up like contracts and stuff, like elimination in a karaoke match. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> when we talked to Mason the Mincer, did mm-hmm. he introduce himself as the leader, or did he, or he was just a henchman of some kind? A henchman, a, a, a lieutenant, really, kind of like the rest of the group around there listened to him. Okay. But but that was because that is his squad. And in fact, speaking of Mason the Mincer, um, you actually start to see forms moving like actually on the rooftops, ninja style almost, like walking in Arax's house direction. You recognize like like just a piece of the face of Mason the Mincer as he like throws y'all a thumbs up. I suppose if they all just kill each other, that makes our jobs a lot easier. Hmm. But then we don't get info on us there, and you don't get Zoddle. I could just tell Zoddle that I got him. That's true, he's an imp. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about Valid and Vels at some point, and it's going to be a great discussion. <laughs> I think it'd be so funny if you had a change in alignment <laughs> throughout the campaign. No, okay, I'm I guess I'm going to open the crate, because we just didn't talk about the crate. I'm going to go up to the crate that might gem just zapped um uh-huh. and try it's like and a loud bud in it yeah i'm gonna try and pry it open <laughs> lorzaren the last thing you remember you were standing in front of like this dabu guy as he like sent strange symbols at you and now you're in a crate what do you do just moments before uh sala walks up uh i'm inside the crate yes uh it's full of sand but your face would, somehow exposed would, there. Okay, would they be able to hear me then? Um, yeah, for sure. Okay, probably. yeah, yeah. Uh, Lorzan <laughs> will like kind of pop out and he'll kind of look around and say, Am I dead? Yeah, so it's all like, like right as you're walking up, like Lorzan stands out of this box full of sand. Oh, no, you're not uh, dead. <laughs> you want a gem. Ah, Sala, uh, last I remember is. This individual, and he was making riddles. Yes, things have progressed quite a lot since then. We have, you know what, there's a lot of people around. We'll discuss once we're a little bit more in private, but like, I would suggest just not, I don't know, be as friendly as you want, but like, don't make any more contracts. I can't already fuck this on that one. 
very well. Uh, and I will s- step out, uh, and then uh, I'll take a bit of sand and put it in my pocket. Pocket sand. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Um, so you definitely feel free to add pocket sand to your inventory list. And what is everyone else? Uh, what are y'all doing? Like, uh, you're leaving the house of Araxith. Like, you get to like a weird like crossroads, and it's like, what do we do now? I'll see if I can. I sort of like signal to uh, Mason. You said I saw him. Watch oh yeah, us, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that opportunity. Yeah, so you want to like symbol him, like kind of draw him down real quick. Yeah. He likes has his folks halt up on the, like the sh- the shacks and stuff that they're kind of moving around, and uh, like jumps down like from box to like metal pipe and like lands on the ground. He's like. As he's landing, he's got his, like, knife in his, like, lips or something like that. Like, as he's, like, climbing. Yeah, what's going on? Well, we think you we have... Good... Great work clearing out the streets here. We've got... It looks like we've got a straight line of sight on our this compound. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we think we have a plan on how to get rid of them. Or him, in particular. But it might not uh, be able to be accomplished until tomorrow. Ah, he's like, the streets are empty. We can just move in now. Right, but he'll be drinking all night. It's better to come right early in the morning at the crack of dawn. <laughs> he'll be passed out. Oh, you got... Oh. And um, let's go ahead and roll some convincing stuff here. So, like, throw uh, diplomacy or persuade or whichever. All right. I'll cast guidance to add a d4 <laughs> as what I see you, him talking to this guy. What are you? What are you saying to like back up these these comments? Then, <laughs> so what does the guidance look like here? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I say, you know, it's it's always so rude to kill someone when they're drunk, but when they're hungover, that's free range. <laughs> uh, you want me to do perception? One d4. Or not perception? Or uh, deception. deception? I mean. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And D4 on top of that. Uh, 19 total. Nice. So he's going to like, it's like looking around, kind of down, up and down the alley, gauging it, and looks at what you're saying is, all right, why? Ah, guess we shouldn't take a chance with the Glabrazoo like that. All right, we'll pull back. And then he like waves his hand and his folks start retreating, very confused, like, did he just say that guy was a glabber zoo? Mason's like walking away. <laughs> hey Mason. Yeah. What's uh no he wouldn't. He he'd stop for a second. He'd... What is it? We wanna meet your leader. Ah, the boss. What, uh, kind of nervous, like, scratching the back of the... What for? Um, I guess Milo will just say, uh... I, well, see, I don't, I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what reason to give him. <laughs> 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 I 
It, what my friend uh, Milo or my cousin Milo is trying to say is that we're just trying to get a better plan for for everything to happen. Uh, we we want to make sure that you know he's aware of how it's going to go down. And I know you know what you're doing, of course, but we're just trying to make sure that he's on the same level as us and the same understanding as all of us. Is uh, looks at you and kind of is analyzing. Well, no, let's throw it. Um. This is persuade, right? I don't Persuasion. see. Yeah, possible. It could be that, or it could be deception. Yeah, it depends on. Do you me, does well, this is a good change anything for me for deception or persuasion are the same. Didn't throw it. Like let's let's not pick okay. it apart. I'd be All like, right. oh, are, is <laughs> is Lacroix trying to be deceptive? <laughs> um, let's a bit, yeah. Like, he's not exactly telling them what our intentions are. Right. So it'd be... Or, nah, it doesn't matter. It's all semantics, semantics at this point. Okay, I'm going to throw the persuasion check. What constitutes a lie philosophically? Let's break I that apart. 11? <laughs> 11. He's, he's going to grimace. He's going to look back. Nah, we get this job done, I'll let you see the boss. Until then... You know, buddy. And walks off. Yeah. I'm gonna whisper to Milo, can I just kill him now? Like, can I just murder him? There's only like six of them. Trying to topple the organization, but I guess we could, I guess we could. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if we kill a lieutenant, they're gonna come after us, you know, right? So that we don't even have to do the sneaky work of finding where they are. That's a good point. Milo draws his rapier out of its scabbard. Uh, hey, Mason. Um, look. I'll draw my sword, too. Uh, Lord Zaren will look around, seeing people draw weapons, and uh, take his out as well. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, so, like, Mason's crew's in front of him. So there's, like, five... Um, folks running with him and Mason in the back. Um, they're walking away from you. Are we just going to throw down initiative right here and y'all are just going to tear him up? I don't see why not. <laughs> Sol, uh, you, Sol is, oh. I'm way too convincing. I don't know why I did that. Okay, I, whatever. I'm moving things along. Um, <laughs> can I take a bonus action? Um... Is there rules on a surprise round, like what you can and can't do? Uh, that's up to you. If we have time to do it, I'll do it. But if not, then that's fine. I'll let you I don't do know what, if he what's... hears all the swords being drawn, then maybe that'll set him off. I don't know. I would say absolutely you can do this bonus action you want to do. Yeah, I just want to manifest an echo. Nice. Sorry, I pressed it too many times. Um, but yeah, just like <laughs> as Lord Zaren draws his sword, you'll see like coming from... Uh, the scabbard uh like another lorzaren appear and then lorzaren will take some bit of sand and say you are reborn and throw it like on top of like kind of like blessing his oh, echo nice. I, I still am keeping some more pocket sand i don't <laughs> and not the whole all the pocket sand just a little bit are we rolling initiative uh some are 
Let's see. What's actually ended up on the bar? We got Sala and Milo on there. What else has happened? Mine didn't show up. Showing up. Yeah, Rustin also yeah. rolled and he's not on there. Did you so guys it's really weird. If I hit a button, shit's gonna happen. You see that? There we go. Gotcha. It's been acting up. I updated the software and there's been some Oh kerfuffles. Okay. But I saw the uh nineteen over there, so we're gonna use that for Flutter Echo. Sala, go ahead and uh open it up. How does uh this mayhem begin? Okay, to start off, um Sola is going to cast Witch Bolt on Mason. Hopefully this hits. Because it's actually something that I need to hit. Um Eight? <laughs> Does an eight hit? <laughs> Let's see. Um, you would actually have advantage because you are completely surprising oh. them. Thank you for being kind. <laughs> no sweat. Eleven. <laughs> Does an eleven hit? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Um, no, it doesn't. Okay, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast uh, Chalet Log on my um, quarterstaff. It's a cantrip, so I should be able to cast it as well. Right. And then I'm done. I've embarrassed myself enough. Okay. Um, going down the line then. Ek, Flutter. What is Flutter up to? They're still walking away from us, correct? Yep. I'm going to throw a dagger at them. I got a 17. Sweet. 17 Absolutely. So who are you hitting? Are you hitting Mason or are you hitting one of the dudes uh, in front of him? One of the dudes in front of him. Okay. I, I rolled her one for damage unless you want to take the... My brain's kind of not here mentally. So. No, I, totally. I'm, I'm going to take that first d4 since that's kind of what you were going for, right? Yeah. Okay. Two damage. Fly is right in the back. Is there a strength modifier or any kind of modifier to this damage? No. Okay. Alright, yeah. So the dagger flies right in the back of this dude. Mm -hmm. Let me we should leave Mason alive so we can make him take us to their leader. Mm. And I'll try to hit him with an attack on my turn that'll make him afraid. Ooh. Have this all kind of grouped up. Okay. Milo. Alright, uh, so I will run up to the side of, of um, Mason and mm -hmm. I will um, try to stab him with my rapier. I'll just be swinging it at him uh, for 14. Do you have advantage? Y'all all have... Um... What's its uh, advantage? Oh, okay. How come? Because they're surprised. Oh. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> nice. Um. Still 14, unfortunately. For the right gear uh, attack. 14 is a hit. No way. Alright. <laughs> yeah, 14 so... is their AC, actually. Perfect. So I stab him with that. And then it applied sneak attack already. Nice. So 
15 total piercing. I shank him with my rapier. Jesus. Yeah, so like you just go and shank him right in the side, like as like a dagger flies past on the other side. Um, he's uh, taken aback and like kind of like lops off to the side. Like I assume it's dagger in, and you holding. You're not like leaving the shank in him, so he just kind of like lops off to the side, blood pouring out of his side. Uh, Oh, uh, Lorzaren will be, like, looking at himself as he throws the sand on his echo, uh, and then they will both smile and nod as they will both run in, and, um, I will be using Unleash Incarnation to, uh, make an additional attack from my echo's position, so I assume, like, it's, like, the five in front, then him in the back. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, has one of, has any no, of the... the other way around. Um, rather, Mason was the closest to y'all, oh. and he had his folks fanned out in front of him. Wait. So, oh, oh, I see, I see. So his his back is kind of towards us. Yeah, I ran up behind them. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both him and his echo will attack. This Mason fellow, since he looks like the biggest and baddest. Okay. Um, you have roll with advantage. Okay. So, attack one. Woo! Natural 20. Uh, 26 to hit, 22 slashing damage on that first attack. So, Lorzaren will, like, his echo will run in and just take a big slash in his back, and he'll... Uh, Lorzan will use his echo and step off of him, off his back, and then kind of flip over to be in front of him. And he'll say, uh, hello there. And then he'll, like, slash, uh, 22 to hit. Uh-huh. For another 14 points of slashing damage. This guy did not deserve this. Oh, wait, no, we're not supposed to get on my bed. <laughs> What's up? Wait, uh... You can specify non-lethal, right? Uh, I, I don't know. if Can I specify <laughs> non-lethal? It's kind of too late. Yeah. But... No, you can't use it's non-lethal with a weapon. Them, <laughs> with a weapon. When you reduce them to zero, you may choose to knock them out. So according to page 198 of the player's handbook, an attacker who uses a creature with zero hit points... With a melee attack, may choose to knock them out instead of kill them. Yeah, y'all get the option for sure. Like, but that's not really attack. It's a great soul. He's fucking right. Dead. That's that's my alternative to that. Is like, <laughs> I didn't know. How I did you do non lethal with a soul? I'm gonna hit him with my health if I can. Just kill him. My, was Milo hitting to kill? I'm using um, spells. I'm hitting to kill. <laughs> I mean, I. I was You're not hitting with spells, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, Sorry. okay, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I did say I shanked him. I didn't. I didn't hit him with my hills or anything. Right, right. I th- but I think Rustin didn't he say that uh, we should take him alive or something? I don't yeah, know so that loud. Lead us back to yeah. their bots. Okay. Yeah. And, and you were the one who raised it. So, so probably what you actually do instead of just like yoinking him with the sword, you're probably like, like. Like hold, both of you flanking him, holding mm-hmm. swords to the side of his neck, right? Oh yeah, I like that. 
And he he's like he surrenders. The damage is effectively done in D and D game terms, but realistically, like yeah, y'all have apprehended him. Uh, and what? then I'll look uh, to his, his friends that are behind me and say, uh, "I wouldn't move if I were you." No, the oh, we got, one of the friends got stabbed in the back with a dagger. That's uh. right. So so like one and they turn around like weapons out and they're like looking around at mason and uh, mason's like probably has like a pummeled face like eye and you got these swords up against them He's, and then they kind of withdraw their weapons mason's like not able to talk probably, i don't know like um he could he's gonna like mutter something if you would let him like like mason's like looking at them you said to the to his band you said uh don't make a move right yeah. Yeah, so they're like weapons down and they're really quiet. And they look kind of terrified right now. Because uh, they're looking around nervously. Uh, I'll just look at um, Kai and then just smile. Uh, Lerjan will just look and smile and say, uh, Good? I mean, I would have preferred if you killed him, but yes, good. Uh, oh, I could do that and I'll like do like a little bit of blood. I mean, there's a ton- blood is oozing out of his side. He's actually, like, shaking and passing- like, about to pass out. Just oh. due to that, from the shank. From the guy who- wait, who got shanked? Mason? Uh, Mason. I'm gonna use a lay on hands. Uh, how much health should I give him, I guess? Like, well, how much damage did you do to him? Uh, just Don't one. waste lay on hands. I can cow spare the dying if he gets to zero. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't, I can give him like one health to stop him from bleeding out, and it won't really affect my lay on hands that much. Okay. Yeah, so you okay. just like stop that problem? Yeah, I'll give him one HP. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, so like you touch him, and like the wound, like, doesn't heal, right? The blood stops gushing out of his kidney. So. Okay. Um,. You're not. Quiet. You will not die if you comply with us. Well, he might, and I'll gesture to the one that got like stabbed with the dagger. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a knife sticking out of his back. Like it's, it only did a little bit of damage, but it's still like a knife sticking out of his back. So, uh, it's quiet. They're looking at you awkwardly, nervously, and everything. What are you doing? Y'all took the so, stage here. Now, will you take us to your leader? Uh, I mean, he's not facing you, right? Like, he's facing away, kind of towards his men. I assume because Ryan's swords are still at his neck. Uh, yeah, I, I will like spin him around. Okay. And he's use... like waddling and kind of dizzy from the blood loss, and he 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 nods like nervously and confusedly. Yes, yes. Let's go. And then starts, like, hobbled walking. I'm going to turn to uh, Echo and say, you should probably get your dagger out of that man. It's never good to lose a good dagger. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's, like, managed to, like, leave it and kind of huddle off to the side and he's like not sure if he should pull this out just yet and like kind of <laughs> looks at the looks over to Rustin. 
Take it out. Here, here. I'll give him one health. Okay. Takes the Deku out and is like... What does Flutter do? He's like holding the dagger in his hands and like turning it over. He will take it and then the blood that's on it from him, she will wipe it on his sleeve and be like, yep. He just put it back. <laughs> Gonna give that back to you, buddy. Your blood? I'll just keep my dagger. Could I, uh... Like quickly glance at Lacroix and see if there's any kind of like uh, apprehensive look on his on his uh, face. Uh, like Lacroix kind of shrugs and then he uh, he shrugs, but then uh, I can kind of do calm emotions and calm him down, and that's pretty much all I got on this side. I think. Do we want them to be calm though? Might be easier to get answers from them after they've already, you know, that's true. Given up rather yeah. than be scared. All right, y'all. So, uh, they're leading you through like corridors of the hive and such. Um, he's too close to dead, and you are the only thing keeping him alive right now. Um, he's absolutely going to comply, and you're going to get to the kind of the edge of the territory, and one of the like, Scout's gonna poke out. Well, no, I guess we would throw that with perception, right? Um, see if you notice the scout. So, who wants to throw uh, throw perception here to notice the kind of the scout who's waiting outside and around the territory? Can I have jewel roll perception? Yes. Uh, but what were you saying, Lonnie? I I'll do it. My perception is not high, but we can try. All right. Let's see, Jewel and uh, Flutter. I got a 17. 14. Uh, Flutter is absolutely going to notice, like, a halfling-type person, like, running, like, sees y'all approaching and runs off into, uh, like, a side tunnel. How far away? It's probably only, like, um, like, 10 meters away when it happens. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh... If there's no interruption of that course of events, we'll just continue down the road. Okay. Um, so y'all progress down the road. Um, so what we have here is like an alleyway between hovels. Uh, cardboard and actually like a bunch of, not a small amount of like sheet metal. It's all kind of around and propped up for houses and shanties and stuff like that. As you're walking down the way. Coming off of two side halls, or two side alleyways, converge six fighters um, holding various, you know, clubs and swords and stuff. Um, with a person in the back, kind of shorter than the rest, holding a heavy crossbow. What's going on here? What's the meaning of this? Who are you? And uh, the, like you get a croak out of Mason. It's that's Jarvis. He's another lieutenant. That's not how this works. Who are you, and what are you doing here? With uh, especially with that sack of shit. Oh, so you don't like him either? I it's might be a sack of shit, but he's my sack of shit. And he like lifts up the crossbow at uh, Lord Zaren, probably. Uh, Lurz Aaron will just smile and wave. Don't mind us. We're just 
taking out the trash. Pulls out sword. <laughs> we doing this? Uh, uh, you looking for a fight? Yeah, actually, I guess I am. Um, and yeah, initiative is just gonna fire off from here. Alright, yeah. Uh, uh, it, once he says yes, Lorgeron like push Mason to the ground, just like, I don't know, and then step on him and then draw the sword. Or, well, he has the sword out, so. Let's see how all of this goes, real quick. Let's see how the dice land here. Alright, I think we're at the start of it all. So, we're gonna start. Lawyer Zaren, uh, you described some stuff. Yes. Go ahead and re describe it. Yes, uh, Lord Zaren will just smile and say, Great! Uh, and then he will raise his sword and go for a slash as he shoves Mason to the ground and just kind of like steps on him and over. Oh, and uh, yeah, I will make an attack. Uh, no. Ooh, oh, is Mason 16 like hit? That is a hit. Nice. Who are you hitting? Uh, well, this, this, the guy in front of me who said he was looking for a fight. Yeah. Uh, for uh, seven damage. Uh, and then as my bonus action. Okay. Uh, uh, he has like people behind him. Yes, tons. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm just. I see. Oh, they're like directly behind him. Ah. Yes. Yeah, they're setting kind of in like a line. Very well. I will uh manifest an echo. Okay. And I will have an echo be. We'll have him be right behind me. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna take some sand from my pocket sand, throw it behind me, and say, "You are reborn." Uh, and that'll be my turn. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm so not using all of my pocket sand. Sorry. Roger. So this dude's gonna come up and just start trying to take a swing at Lord Aaron. Sixteen to hit. That's a sixteen. Okay. So he's gonna land that on you as he like takes a short sword to hit Lord Aaron. Right there in front, the other ruffians are gonna start moving around as Lord Aaron approached. Seventeen. Six damage. And then finally the last one. Now, if they're setting off at the sides, right? Like two of them are coming around to kind of pincer on the sides. Is that that's advantage, right? Uh that's it. Yeah, it's up to the DM. So. Okay. Yeah. Then he's gonna move around for a flank. I'm gonna give it to him. <laughs> it made no difference. For uh, three points of damage. This guy is like, hold on, hold on, hold on, and kind of backs up a step. He's going to fire a crossbow. Oof. Ha. Ha. And he just flies wild as he's, like, startled and, like, stumbling backwards. LaCroix. Okay, what is the lieutenant's name? The one you have uh, mentioned as dude? I legit forgot Jarvis. what said. Jarvis. Jarvis. That's Jarvis. what it was. Okay. Uh, that's Jarvis. Okay, so... I haven't used that name in this campaign, right? No. I don't think so. Okay. I'd like to take a rapier to... Uh, I guess the same ruffian that... 
uh, Lorzarin is going after, and then uh, bonus action unsettling words to Jarvis. Okay. Or do, is that one that I have to ready? And I don't know. Can you ready a bonus action for if he attacks or does anything? You can only ready actions. Okay, so can I cast unsettling words onto him at all? At or would Throw I it have in to chat. use it? So I wouldn't have to ready it. I could just cast it. Yes. Okay. So take the rapier to the one that uh, he's already. Uh, Lazarin's already hurt, and then Lacroix then uses unsettling words on Jarvis. Okay. And do you want to roll that real quick? Yep. Sixteen. Oh, nice. That's a hit. Yeah, so you're going to slice right into this guy. Move up here. Cool, and 10 damage. Piercing. Okay. You said you're trying to attack the one that uh, Lozaren was attacking, right? And so yes. what happened is Lozaren went kind of right up face-to-face -face with him, and then two oh. came around the side um, to flank and like start attacking. So, um, the one that Lozana got to is reachable. You just have to go around a little bit. What's your move speed like? Uh, not very good. Let me see. And do you want to just attack one of these dudes in front? Instead? Yeah, I'll just attack one of the dudes right in front, right next to me. Okay. Okay, that damage is noted. And go ahead and roll the damage for, or the damage die for Unsettling Words, and that's just what Jarvis is going to take off of the next saving throw. Okay. Boom. Seven. I can actually note this as okay. Um, doo -doo -doo. next up is Roostin. What's going on? Right, Roostin. He's gonna move. Uh, he's gonna move. He's gonna move. Oh, it's paused. That's why he can't move. There we go. To move here and attack that one right in front of him. That's like between him and Lorzarin. With the Holy Avenger. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, do I get advantage for flanking also? Because he's between me and Lord Zarin? For sure. Did you want to go up there and move move in for a flank along the sides? Yeah. Beautiful. And let's see. I'm. That's a hit, I assume. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Very much so a hit. Oh, this poor guy. Oof, kind of low roll, but whatever. Yeah, slash at him for eight. Okay. He's, yeah, as you go to engage with him, he's easily there, sloppy uh, swordsmanship shows. Milo. Um. Alright, so... Milo will spring into action and run to this corner over here. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to attack this dude who is in the in the back of that a little grouping there that's surrounding Lazorin. Totally fair. And uh, so, yep, slashing at him with my Right here, see what she got. Broken at him, I guess. Uh, for twenty. That is definitely a hit. And then sneak attack on top of that, since it's just me and him. So okay. eleven piercing. Ooh. 
Yeah, so damage noted. That dude's not looking great right now. Once again, like another shank and dude's <laughs> Yeah, basically the same thing I did to Mason. I just go up and stab him in the ribs. <laughs> What's Jewel doing? <laughs> okay, Jewel is going to use her turn to give me the help action on what I'm doing. Oh, because man. I'm, I'm rolling awful, uh, so I just need to give myself advantage. Um, so I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on the guy in the back. Okay. Um, um, can you mouse over the one? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to put it in chat without rolling it. Oh. Oh wait, is it in chat now? Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, just because of my Eldritch Invocation, which is Agonizing Blast, I add my Charisma Modifier, which is plus four to any damage I do. Um, wow. But, okay. I'm going to roll this with advantage. He beat the shit out of him. Uh, 23 hit. <laughs> going to be largely successful. Okay. So I'm going to roll damage. Um, so that's um, 11 that's damage. Eldritch Plus Blast, four. seven points of damage. Ooh, oh, so Plus, it's a... so it's eleven. Oof. And then uh, when I click on the die, it expands out. You rolled a three. Yeah, three plus four, which is my spellcasting modifier, plus four, which is my charisma modifier. Oh right, you said that. You said that. Yeah. Jeebus. Okay, and that's hitting whom? Uh, the guy in the back, the Jarvis. Uh, Jarvis yeah. And then you and I are going to move away from people. Wait, this is Mason, right? Yes. It, will I take an opportunity to attack if I move away from him? He's prone, no, he, right? He's prone and unarmed. Okay, great. Um, so then we're going to move just like into the corner. <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay. So these ruffians towards the back, all, uh, well, they know kind of what they're doing. So uh, this guy here is just going to take a step here, risking When he does that, I'm going to use my sentinel feet. And oh, when man. I my attack of opportunity, if I hit him, he can't move. Oh, no. So I'll take my opportunity attack. Uh, do I get flanking with Milo for advantage? Yes. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Oh. Not from that position. Oops, I already clicked it, but take the first one. It doesn't say which one is first. I can just roll it again. Hang on, if you expand it out, it'll... Yeah, 15 was first. Okay. So, uh, that's definitely a hit. So, stuck in place? Yeah. Here, I can throw Sentinel up there. Okay. And then damage? Ooh, another 8. Alrighty. Yeah, as he tries to move, I'll swing my sword around and, like, slash him across the side and say, Not so fast! <laughs> okay um yeah definitely isn't able to to move anymore so my he's gonna attack normally against milo all right then i will use the other feature of sentinel to use my reaction to attack him again oh man <laughs> <laughs> is this beforehand uh let's read sentinel oh Makes an attack. I use my reaction. It, it's a, um, sure. It's probably not before. The attack still gets off. 
Okay, so he gets the attack first. Okay. Also, it triggered an opportunity to attack, from, or uh, an, uh, triggered something for a reaction to hit when he moved oh. away. Do you have multiple reactions? Oh. Is an opportunity an opportunity attack is a reaction? Okay, never mind. I guess I don't get to do that then. Okay. That's true. I forgot an opportunity attack was a reaction like itself. I was thinking it was like a whole its own thing for some reason. That's what. I also so, I need to tell you, Brandon, that the guy that is directly north of Riston should have been able to hit me because I left his five foot zone, so he should have got an attack of opportunity on me. If you want to just do a free attack on me. Sure. I mean, I've been rolling a bunch of flubs here, so we got a six, a twelve. Oh, uh, there's one. Oh, that was like fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> but, yeah, twenty hits. Oh, I would have used my thing then. Oh well. Uh, oh, that's okay. For four. For four. Okay. Ouch. All right, four damage to Milo as uh, Milo ran through the crowd. Wasn't that long ago, but yes. Well, it probably might have been. Um, so the ruffians kind of arranged like that. Let's see, these guys... Two melee attacks. So the other one's gonna... He's gonna try and move around like this. It's a lot safer for him to move into the flanking situation. Oof. Nope. Uh, not with those rolls. Getting a lot of whips there, man. <laughs> I. That's a thing. Oh, that's an at 20. Alright. There's 11 damage to Milo as like the, they kind of shift around to attack better. Ouch. Uh, there's one more. This guy does not have advantage. I'm not in love with that. <laughs> Is this against me? Yes, that was it. But uh, you're 15, so none of them are yeah. going to hit you. So, uh, yeah, so as they kind of move around to all try and attack Milo, uh, it's Flutter's turn. Um, can I throw a dagger at this one? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a 19 hit. Yes. Easily. So, uh, what's gonna happen here? Ooh. So that's four damage you've rolled, um, as the dagger, like, flies into... Are you kind of shooting a kill here? Yes. Why not? Alright. Um, he's, like, kind of hits right in his upper chest and blood starts gushing out of it. He's not down, but he's damn near. Where's Aaron? Uh, give me one second. Sure. Um, Lorzern, uh, after getting attacked three times, will say, uh, nice try. And then he will use his bonus action a second win. Okay. And heal up six. Uh, then he will, uh, the one who asked for a fight still in front of him is alive, right? Yes. Hmm. Um. 
You will attack that individual. Ooh, okay. And I will also unleash incarnation and attack from my echoes position and attack the one um, to the southwest, okay. right in front of Rooston. Perfect. This is Lorzarin's. Uh, this is Lorzarin's on the first guy. Uh -huh. uh, 20 to hit for 16 damage. Just one shot this dude. Are you shooting to kill here? Uh, yeah, I'll just chop his head clean off uh, and say, <laughs> here's the fight you wanted, and just chop his head clean off. Uh, and then the Echo will attack the guy on the southwest. Okay. Ooh, uh, 25 to hit. It's, yes. Uh, and for 10. Damage. For 10? Also dead. Same yeah. thing? Yeah, it'll just be like his echo copies the move. Uh, oh, wow. As Lozan just kind of spins. So I imagine like a long arc, like long, like lateral swing and like two heads come flying up in the air. Yeah. It's like blood gushing everywhere. This isn't good for them. They're not having a good time. And then Lorjaren will just like slowly turn to the one who stabbed him. Say, uh, you're next. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, their turn, and... You just took out a third of their number. Um, and with a clone, which already has so many questions, and... They're, uh, like... This dude's gonna try and just run away. I will uh, use my opportunity hey, yo, attack. <laughs> <laughs> I will, uh, Lord Sharon say, where are you going? And we'll try to, like, slash at him as he runs away. Going for the legs. Okay. Uh, 13 probably misses. It does miss. Misses that 14 by 1. What else you got? Oh, no. That's, uh, that's it. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he runs off. Just bolts. This guy... He, like, sees that that's effective and is going to also try running off. <laughs> yeah, I only get one AO, so... Unless that works! Yahoo. Anything from Justin? Or from uh, LaCroix? I'm not sure. Can would this be a time for friendship? And I could cast it while they're running away, since it's no longer a hostile. I think you can only use melee attacks as a reaction. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then. Okay. Don't. No, I don't. I don't really have. I guess. If you have a weapon, you might as well use it. Okay. Unless you have a specific reaction that you want to use. Like, I don't. I'll use, use my rapier on whoever's closest that hasn't run. Um, so one guy gets a shot off first, and, uh, actually, what's the reload time like on this stuff now? Well, the guy left, um, LaCroix's, like, mm -hmm. area, right? So shouldn't he get a reaction? Absolutely. Sorry, were you taking it? Yeah, on I was going do the rapier to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I misheard. Uh, go ahead and throw it out there. Twelve. That is not a hit. So, like, uh, 
yeah, you're absolutely gonna slash at this guy as he's running away. Uh, he just kind of evades and runs for his life. And uh, mm -hmm. I was gonna say when they're running away, Rooston's gonna shout, "Cowards, have the courage to stand and fight." <laughs> You know, his whole thing is courage, so... Mm -hmm. No, it makes perfect sense. I'm just trying to imagine, like, their, their immediate brainwave is like, uh, is... No! <laughs> this is blasphemous to talk. What are you, chicken? <laughs> Quick, this person's holding a heavy crossbow. Uh, what is the reload mechanic in this game? I couldn't find it super quickly. It's not a thing. You automatically reload. Oh. That's lovely. I think it's a bonus it's, action. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah, you have to spend your bonus action on it. Oh. But, yeah. But it's not a reaction. It's just a, for a light crossbow, I think you just reload it. But for a heavy one, I think it's a bonus action. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Cool, and I believe all of this. I just control F'd the combat and equipment chapters of the player's handbook and couldn't find the word reload. And so... Maybe my spelling is god-awful. I feel like it Anyways. comes up a lot, how it works. Um, but, yeah, so he's going to use that bonus action reload and take the shot. Da -da -da. He's not right next to anyone? Yeah, so this is actually targeted at LaCroix as he detected this, this effect was on him. And it's a minus... What did we say earlier? Oh, seven? Thought it was. Yeah, that was a seven. Okay, they just don't use the actual word reload. And this shot is just going to fly at LaCroix. <laughs> I'd like to use the cutting words on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so rolled an 18, and he's got plus 6, and you have minus 7. So, evens out to 17. Still hits. Oof. Oof. Right at you. 13 damage flies as this bolt just... Thunk. Mozan, how low are you? Uh, was thirteen? Uh, twelve. Okay. Uh, uh, Lacroix, it's your turn. Oh wait, uh, is it? It's too late. <laughs> what happened? Um, I have my luck point. I could have got him to re-roll it. Hmm. I mean, that's literally what we just resolved. As he like shot you right in the chest with a bolt. Yeah. Is there a diction on that it has to be before I reveal the results or something? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, then I won't worry about it. Um, okay. Rooster. All right. Uh, I'm going to move here. Okay. Like, right next to Milo, and I'm going to attack this one that's between me and Lord Aaron. Fair enough. You got that advantage. Take it. Fuck yeah. It is. What do we got here? We are gonna get a twenty-four. Cool. 
That's... Yes. Let's see how bad this is for this dude. Eleven. <laughs> quite... Quite unwell. <laughs> um, so is this guy... The last two, the heads have come off. What happens to this guy? Um... I want to stab him, like, through the throat, but not chop his, chop his head off. Okay. And then pull my sword out and have him, I don't know, bleed a lot or something. That absolutely happens. Easy. So he just, like, falls to his knees. And, uh, yeah, the ones, the two that are standing still that are here are kind of freaking out. Uh, Milo, what's going on? Um, hmm, okay. So, since this one behind me died, I don't have to worry about his attack of opportunity, so I'm hmm. gonna scoot over here. The guy that is right here in the back is the guy who presented himself as the leader, right? Yeah, that's Jarvis. Jarvis, that's right. Okay, so then I will attack him. I'll try to stab him with my rapier. We, just, we still have Mason alive, right? Does mm -hmm. Mason look dead from where I'm standing? No, he's just on the ground and kind of defeated. <laughs> he didn't, like, bleed to death or anything? No. Uh, 15 to hit? Don't you remember? Easy. I gave him one health. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and 12 damage? Yeah, this dude just drops to the ground. Well, sorry. You probably, what, stab him once again? Stabby, stabby. Yeah, I reach up, stab him in the ribs. Oh yeah, so it's blood comically like squirts <laughs> as he like falls to the ground backwards. Jewel and Sala. Okay, I'm gonna do a little split turn on this. So according to Find Familiar, and I can also put it in the chat. Sure. Any, actually, I don't need to do this. Never mind. Never mind. Um, so I'm gonna use my bonus action first, and I'm gonna use two of my healing light. Die Ooh. to heal Lord Zeran. Um, okay. So I'm going to roll 2d6. Um, okay. How do I just roll d die specifically? Slash roll or put throw it into square square brackets? Slash roll like 1d6 or 2d6. Exactly. Okay, so Lord Zeran gets 10 back. That's right. And that's just an innate ability, so I can still cast a spell, even though it's going to be a cantrip. I'm going to cast... Um, on the cowards that are fleeing, because I hate it, um, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on the one closest to me. <laughs> and I'm going to use Jewel to give me advantage. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, see it. 17? Uh, yes. So that's 10 plus 4, which is 14 damage. Oof. Hence the wall, he's just, like scrambling away. His, his friend is like back for, for long. But like, shit. And it's bolts. So, well, I mean, it's not his turn, but uh, I, I let you know what's probably about to happen. Okay. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> you have, uh, do you have more stuff? Sorry. Um, I am in the back, so within 60 feet of me. He is, so no, okay. I'm not gonna move. One dude that's left, uh, the regular guy, like, kind of looking and unsure. Um, like, well, no. Like, just saw this dude get, like, throat got by roosting. <laughs> so the one that's to the right of me? 
Uh, yeah. He's, he's Could like... I... Could I try to just... talk to him? Yeah, what would you say? You work for us now. <laughs> you say, are y'all... So we can't close this out, because they're both like... There's not like a win scenario here with like heads flying off and, and throats being impaled. So like, they're going to listen at this point. So who's going to say what? I'll, yeah, I'll talk to the guy that's right next to me, like, and point my rapier at him, and just be like, "You work for us now." I and like, his hands—he drops his weapon, and the hands come up. And Jarvis is like, "You shithead!" And then, but also starts to put down the crossbow. All right. Tell us everything you know about your leader. Uh. Or else I will bonk you. <laughs> uh, you didn't kill Jarvis. Jarvis is just bleeding real bad. Didn't you do oh, um, okay. 11 damage to him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Or 12? I don't know why I thought I killed him. Probably because I described it a little viscerally. <laughs> I know. I feel like we, we, a lot of times in like fantasy, like undercut the amount of like blood and like mortal wounds that we do so i've been i don't know been a little bit uh dark this episode i guess or this is our blood and guts episode yeah welcome back so uh yeah jarvis is like looking up um or not jarvis um the other guy well we're gonna cut out of combat rounds at this point and jarvis is like don't tell them shit and the the henchman that's with them is like ah, look 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 Mermis, she's she's waiting for you in there. She's got ten more, and she herself some kind of air flinging demon. She's a demon. I something like that. Yeah. Where is she? Back at the hideout. Um. It is, like, uh, Mason's like, where was taking you? Um, so, but, uh, yeah, back to the hideout. It's a couple more blocks down the way. Uh, look, can I? I'll leave and I'll never come back. Screw this place. I don't even like it here. <laughs> I'll look at Rustin and LaCroix. Since we're kind of standing together and try to, like, look at the rest of the party, too. Try to get some kind of signal what they want to do. I'm inclined to show mercy here. Only on the condition you remember who let you live. Okay. Wait, wait, what is the condition? That they remember who let them live and, like, oh. say that we were merciful. I, he's, yes. Yes, chicken man, I will remember you. It was Rustin of the Morning Light who spared your life. Dude bolts. As he's running away, Sola's gonna yell, He's a poem, fuckface. <laughs> he said, wait, what did he say to me? <laughs> Chicken man. <laughs> you, like, remember me, but you never did, like, introductions or anything like that. <laughs> remember my name. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, uh, Jarvis is standing there, he's like, well, shit, what's the game here? Boss fight, boss fight. <laughs> so we have both Jarvis and we have, uh, the other lieutenant, so we have both lieutenants apprehended at this point. Right. Let's go talk to his boss. I'm Their ready. boss. I've taken no damage, I haven't used any smites or anything. Fucking go. Is Zarin kind of low though? We'll heal him up. Yeah, Milo, LaCroix, and Lord Zarin are hurt. Okay, I guess, can we spend like five minutes reconvening with the two lieutenants before we go in? Just so I have sure. time to like, heal people up? Yeah, we can say that. How much okay. heal energy do you have for a day? I have three more d6, plus I have one cure wounds that I can roll. Gotcha. And I have but also, I, I don't know if I want to use all of that if we're going to go there and try to kill people, because then I, I can't do anything. I've got 18 more health I can give out with Lay on Hands. Okay. Um. I just need 14. I just need 14. 14, 14. Not, uh, Ryan, how much does Rosarin need? Oh, I lied. 13. Um, 14 from, uh, 4. So, okay. Northern needs 14. Uh, LaCroix needs 13. And Milo needs 14. Um, I'm gonna use two more of my die. I'm gonna use one on Milo and one on Northern. Um, so I'm gonna roll them separate. So, um, Milo, you get 4. The 2d6 was at Laura's Aaron. and who's this last 1d6 at? It wasn't supposed to be 2d6, it was supposed to be 1d6, so I'm just ignoring that. Unless like, you want me to go with the first one, which was a 5. Yes. So Laura's Aaron, you get 5. Back. I'm going to save my last healing light die and my cure wounds in case things go south. Fair enough. Uh, well, if you want Roosten to heal them too, that's all I'm doing. Yeah, I've got 18 health. I, can I didn't... I didn't I didn't um, heal LaCroix at all, so maybe give him okay. something. I was going to let you go first with dice rolling healing to like see what you got and then distribute the rest however yeah. people want it. Yeah. So I've got 18 health I can give out any way I want. Who all I need what? is 13. 13. So you want to be totally full? Yeah, unless it um, robs someone else. Anybody else need it more? I could use oh. 11, but I'll be fine. All right, let's average that, and I'll give you guys nine each. How does that sound? That'd be good. Amazing. All right, I'll give Milo and LaCroix. You guys get nine health back each from me, and I am depleted from my lay on hands. What about Lazorant? Where is he at? I'm nine away, but I'm at 27 out of 36. Okay. I could have given you some tools, Aaron. Sorry. I thought you got the, like, uh, dice roll heals. I have healing word. Mm -hmm. Do you have a spell slot for it? 
Uh, let's see if I can use it. Uh, yeah, it's allowing me to use the first level of it. How many spell right? slots will you have left, though? Like, I'm thinking that if, oh, we, for if we need, we can kill in the middle of combat. Like, we can, I can heal him as a bonus action in the middle okay. of combat. Okay. Or I can, like, send Jewel to do cure wounds on someone. I also have spared the dying, so... Like, I think we need to be a little bit strategic in the sense of be yes. as high as we can, but not use all of our resources. Let's talk strategy. I want to guess what the boss is, what their boss is, but I feel a little metagamey for doing Because, <laughs> like, there's absolutely no way Rooston would know this. But I still want to Can I guess? Is that okay? Am I allowed? Yeah. Yeah, take a guess. It's going to be a Merilith. Since, hmm. uh, they said the last one was a Glaber Zoo. And then called this one, they said that they just said this one was a woman. And that's like the classic lady demon equivalent to a Glaber Zoo will be a Merilith. Which will absolutely like trash us, by the way, with no chance of beating that. Yeah, there's no fucking way. No, there's ab <laughs> truly there's no, there's no way. We <laughs> don't know. We'll fight it anyways. Praise Torm. Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> isn't, isn't a Merilith's AC like 18? Like, I think we're so... My AC is 18. Maybe there's a way we Mine can do this 13. diplomatically. My, my AC is 13. I can, I cannot. You know what's hit. crazy to me about this edition? Is, like, you're like, man, isn't that armor class, like, 18? And you're saying that like it's a high number. Right? It's not that high, yeah. It is, it is, though, for 5e. It is my for 5e, for 18. sure. Because I really I... want to learn the mage armor spell, but I can't as a warlock, which sucks. If if it is something as insane as a Merilith, I think we can take it as long as we like think about it first. We need a plan. We can't just like yeah. Our strategy is that we it. cannot, we can't like if we're going to go in here, we cannot clump together. We cannot let them get packed things. We need to keep all of like her goons separated, and we need to keep like a fair distance of like going in and out. I have a designated goon killer. You I said Roosters are designated goon I said we should have one. Yeah, what if I just cast Sacred <laughs> Flame at the building and we leave? Is a Merilith or some other insanely powerful, like, CR 15 plus demon, I should be stabbing it with my sword because I do double damage to it. That's true. Um, I think someone with range or sneakiness. I think either you, Sala, or Milo should be the designated goon killer because Milo can be sneaky and, like, take them out by like sneaking around and you can kill them from range that's true but i like my only main spells like i have one more witch bolt but then i can't cast kill wounds or oh, yeah. i can just keep doing eldritch blast you can just blast them they don't have much health yeah and it's not a saving throw which is really helpful too yeah let's see who else do we have who's a ranged attacker i also have a crossbow um, okay. but I, I, I have eight strength, so it's really not helpful. Mm. And I can't, also, and I can't cost. Or yeah. Zarin would make a decent goon killer just because there's two of him and he can kill twice as many goons. But he or might like sending his echo to kill the goon and keeping yeah. himself away. I think it's also a really yeah. good plan. And then... Have the lieutenants see. given us any information of what we're going into? Yeah, I kind of want to interrogate them also. Yeah, can I can we intimidate and inter interrogate them to give us m as much info as they can before we go I in? Have advantage on intimidate, like roll I, with oh. advantage. Oh, what was that? No, I just have high intimidate, but go go for it. 
Can oh. I give you? Oh, you already have an advantage. I can't give you. No. Oh, hold on. I'm seeing if I do. I thought I saw it. I have plus six to intimidation. Let's see. Mm. And then. So you have to pick whether or not you want the advantage or the high bonus. Yeah. I'll let y'all decide that. Although I guess you could have both if Lorzaren, not Lorzaren, um, Lacroix helps, right? Yeah. But I, I don't see the advantage. I thought I did, but I just have a bonus for it. So my bonus is only at like. I mean, my persuasion's plus six, but. Let's see. My is intimidation's plus four. Okay, uh, LaCroix, do you want to help me intimidate these bushes? Yeah. So LaCroix steps up to both of these lieutenants. Um, he does the very typical punching his hand thing to kind of show that he's being very intimidating because he's kind of small on the smaller side, but it can be a little bit, you know, intimidating with the with sure. a, a wicked V that he has. Yeah, and uh, Sola's just kind of have, like, not casting sacred flame, but having flames coming out of her hands as she's saying these things to add right. a little bit of intimidation onto it. And I'd be like, okay, so your lives are, not, are in our hands right now. I assume you don't want to die. And we You're only need one of you. We didn't run away. We don't need both of you. I could kill one of you right now, uh, but we need information. So if we don't kill you and you give us all of the information, it seems like a win-win. Does it not? They like looking at each other like awkwardly. Let's see this intimidation roll. Twenty-two. They I'm... kind of look at each other and they both like racing to be helpful. Great. So what are we meeting in there? I, I need everything. Okay. Basically, like, Mason's going to correct him. It's not a demon. It's a elemental woman. Think she comes from the plane of air? Anyways, she's mean with rapier. She's got her right hand, who is a fucking living tornado. Uh, probably, if I had to guess, six to eight um, other helpers therein with her. Until they're able to confirm that the problems have been dealt with, they're going to be in lockdown. What kind of security are we looking at getting into there? Other than the people, is there anything else we have to worry of? No, there's no fancy traps or anything like that. Just their scouts. They're usually really good at knowing who's coming and where. And would the scouts be inside by now? As in, the, in that the six to eight other helpers, are the scouts also a threat to us currently? Uh, scouts aren't no threat. They're usually kids. That sort of thing. Don't. Wait. Okay, the I'll turn kids? to and say, we're not killing kids. Do not hurt a child or I will hurt you. To, like, my group of people. Uh, um, we didn't already hurt a child, did we? What child did we hurt? I don't know. One of the guys we just fought. Maybe one of no. them were children. No, <laughs> they were adults. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like the thing that Flutter saw went off. Okay, so we it's have an air. We have an air elemental. We've got a another air elemental, which is a living tornado. Um, so we have a total of maximum 10 people in there. Mean with the rapier means that as long as we stay at range, we should be okay. 
but also as an air elemental, I think they are immune to certain types of damage or like resistant to certain types of damage. So we need to be specific with what weapons we're using. By the way, this whole time that we've been fighting, have we seen any kind of in like any semblance of town guard or is the hive just like not really a thing here? Killed? It's kind of yeah, rolled by okay. cartels. Yeah, all right. That's pretty cool. <laughs> cartels are not cool. <laughs> well, it, makes, it makes Milo feel at home. That's all. Ah, I'm ah. <laughs> so should we go with the same? Like, despite it not being a Merolith, should we go in with the same strategy as in stay at range, um, and have? Specific people set on killing guard and specific people set on killing the two main goons. Also metagamey, but what that guy just described is definitely like a genie. That's what it sounds like to me. Which changes things up a little bit. Hmm. I will take creative liberties, by the way, in interpreting things okay yeah well of course yeah but uh we should have a plan nonetheless yeah well if it's if it's main ability if it's good with arabia and can also they're innate spellcasters are they not yeah they are so fucked well, I don't want to sound like a one-trick pony, but maybe we should set the building on fire, and that way they'll have to run outside. They'll <laughs> <laughs> get flash okay. them out that way. Um, what about something fire? Does, does anyone have a spell that can cast fire? Yeah, because like you think of the oxygen, and then you have the fire, that they'll just be feeding the fire, making it bigger and bigger, right? Yeah, I don't have any spell casting. Sorry, fire spells. Because Sacred Flame is Radiant Damage. I think I have a tinderbox there. Is that how we want to flush them out? Yeah, because then I it... lost my lantern oil in the last accident. Um, I have torches and I have a tinderbox. We could, we could set it on fire if we wanted to. Because then... But then it also, I guess we're not really going to get the element of surprise regardless, but I wonder if we do set it on fire if they won't come out the main entrance and they'll lead out the back. I think it might be better to try and stealth inside and um, get something on them as a jump. Because if we set it on fire, then they know that we're coming and they could just flee. Yeah, we could scope it out first. Yeah, maybe we get a little stealthy, or some of the stealthier bunch kind of see what the layout is about. So we want to toss that stealth? We can kind of go wanna... through this intelligence gathering. Sorry, so I'll let go. One more thing, I just want to ask Jarvis and Mason, how many exits are there from this building? Uh, scrap together. Someone, it wouldn't be hard to make an extra exit if they needed it. But typically, there's just a front door and maybe a back door or two. Okay. Alright, I guess my, my, my like 
It seems like we're wrapping up. I gotta take my dog out. Yeah. She's being, like, insanely annoying. I will be right back. Roger. Okay. Uh, I guess Milo's gonna go sneak over there. And LaCroix. And, uh, LaCroix will... Yeah. yeah. Did we both roll 16s? Yeah. Did we both acknowledge it at the same time? <laughs> we did. It's like, we're cousins. <laughs> we were holding hands the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Actually, we were in a <laughs> hobbit huddle, and we were like, let's go get stealthy. <laughs> go tropics. <laughs> that means something to, to us as cousins, not anyone else. Got it. <laughs> tropics, what? Okay. Uh. So he's wrapping up. Sorry, I am getting a picture ready in case you guys actually do succeed on this. All right. So. Um, wow. Okay. So you're stealth check. You're sneaking through um, probably the various alleyways and stuff like that, right? So kind of what does this look like again? And I have dark vision. I don't know if that helps anything. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. What was the question? Uh, kind of, what is this? Describe this for me. Like, y'all are kind of in these alleyways and this, like, not quite a grid, but like a bunch of shanties and stuff like that. Um, you kind of got high guys pulled in. Y'all are all kind of pulled into an alleyway. Um, have managed to clean out, like, the bad guys here. Now it's Milo and LaCroix going off to stealth, right? Yes, into a building or a room or a hall. I don't exactly. No. Well, we're looking yeah, for the headquarters building, right? Yeah. Right. Would you know so where it's at? So we're stealthing into that, right? Yeah, you're going into that or... territory. Yeah. I don't want to so go I... inside. I didn't. I didn't imagine y'all would actually go inside. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. so as you're kind of like approaching the outskirts um, of the building, where you have like a direct line of sight on it, you see a woman out in front directing folks um her skin is like of a complete teal color and like green hair kind of like blows in the wind i had to um she's holding like or she's you can see like a scabbard on her side she's like looking around and she's absolutely going to notice uh milo and scowl and then like slowly oh, withdraw inside Damn. She must have... Really oh, no, I misread that. I misread you? that. Uh, I saw the... I, I keep looking at the 8 on there and not the 16. Oh. Uh, so, no, that absolutely. Let's, uh, let's take that back. You kind of see her out front. She's, like, directing guards and stuff or, like, some of the, um, you know, the standard ruffians you had seen already. And, like, um, a kid comes, runs up to her and whispers something. She, like, looks worried. And then kind of slips into the door. Any chance that we could... Me or LaCroix could know what she is? Um, sure, Knowledge Arcana. Alright. It's Knowledge Arcana, just Arcana? Yes. Okay. You want LaCroix or both of us? You don't want me doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roll the uh, five. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, I got a 17 somehow. Yeah. I'm thinking through that, how I want to handle that. Uh, it definitely looks like an Earth Ganassi. Interesting. Alright. Or not Earth Ganassi, Air Ganassi. Sorry. It definitely looks like an Air Ganassi. Looks like an Echo? Nope. Echo <laughs> is a different thing. Reborn. No, that's um, Lord Baron's oh. reborn. Shit, 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 you're right. Echo is an Air Ganassi. Ah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> you would be... You'd be absolutely familiar with that because Flutter, Flutter Echo is absolutely very similar. Looks kind of familiar, huh, Milo? Yeah, it looks like uh, Echo. Right. She's gonna trip out over this one. All right. I well, guess we head back. Yeah. yeah. Relay that information. Yes. Pretty much. Sweet. I'm gonna turn to Echo and say, "Okay, how do we kill you?" <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest weakness, Echo? Fire? Bullets. Always bullets. I'm Brandon Tomlinson uh, at the BWT on all the various socials. Hey, I'm Chris. Uh, I'm at at Chris Gamble Photos on Instagram. Do some photography over there. All right. I, hey, it's Justin here. Here, fun-loving bard playing uh, player. I'm just plugging my music. So you go to bandlab.com/slash/mixsushi3. And you'll be able to see my music or hear my music and see, I guess, the funny pictures I do. But anyway, uh, definitely give that a checking out. And also, I think this Raven's Realm tabletop Discord server needs some kind of love or something. Because it's great. This whole thing is great. I second that. Uh, I'm Kai. Don't use social media too much. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at... Kitchen with two D's, that's K-I-C-H-I-D-T, on Twitter. You can find me on Twitch as Lonhe and Twitter at Lonhe10. Um, next Wednesday, I will be on Mixed Average Studios Twitch playing a charity game of Thirsty Sword Lesbians. And then starting October the 23rd, I will be on Carrion Comfort Studios for their Cyberpunk Red game. Nice. You've got to drop the link whenever it comes out into the uh, Raven's Realm for the lesbian one for a charity. I'll probably host it if uh, if any of you have me on Twitch. I'll probably host it on my channel. Oh, I, nice. I get notifications when you, you definitely pop up. <laughs> nice. 
Alright, uh, Will? Huh? I just got back. Uh, what I miss? Plugs. Plugs? Oh, um, you can find me in, uh, Colorado Springs. Come on, let's go get a beer. There. Nice. <laughs> the springs. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh, I have nothing to plug at the moment, but I uh, hope you had a great day. That's nice. sweet. Aww. Thanks. You too. Yeah. And how do, do we want to carve something out audio-wise for uh, Ravens Realm itself? Sure. How do we? We want to communicate that it's like an open community for tabletop gaming of all well, um, kinds. That'd be good. I should also uh, okay. So I'll say I'll say one thing too about the podcast. Uh, hey guys, we need iTunes reviews. If you could get on iTunes, or if you have our, they don't call it uh, iTunes podcast anymore. It's like uh, Apple Podcast. Yeah, if you have an Apple account, if you could uh, get on there, and if you're listening to this show and you like it, give, it, give us a review, because that really helps us more than any other platform, because Apple kind of decides what podcast is promoted and whatnot. Who is a hot and who is not. That's right. And Spotify, too. That's another good one. But yeah. definitely iTunes. Whatever you're listening to us on. If you could, we would greatly appreciate it. Unless it's like a player that uses an RSS feed, then you know you can't really do much to help mm. us, other than help our downloads, True. I guess. <laughs> we appreciate all of our listeners. Yes, yes, exactly. I don't care if you use VLC player. <laughs> no, we only care about Spotify and Apple Podcast listeners. <laughs> you have one thing. Give me a sec here. Is it your mom's blog again? No, I have a teaser for um, the Adventures in Rustopia story. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Let me get this into a thing real quick. <clears throat> Forest air had an edge to it that night. The light of a full moon filtered down through the leaves, which were just beginning to turn. A lone figure drifted beneath the branches. It made no sound as its feet glided over the leaves and twigs which littered the forest floor. Heavy robe shrouded it from the moonlight above. Twig snapped in the darkness. The figure paused and turned. From between the gnarled boughs, a pair of yellow eyes gleamed, and the stillness of the night air was interrupted by the misty breath from a low snarl. A claw reached out and scratched a tree as if to mark the arrival of the beast from the arboreal void. The creature emerged into the moonlight. It had the features of a wolf, but its eyes betrayed the sentience of man. It stood upon its hind legs, towering over the robed figure. As it let out a blood-curdling howl which pierced into the night. The robed figure remained motionless, its face hidden by a hood. Out of the trees, another creature emerged, heeding the call. Then another. Then more and more, until the robed figure was surrounded. In the blink of an eye, they charged. 
The robed figure's hand disappeared into its sleeve like a flash of lightning, and emerged holding a small object which glowed deep red. The light washed over the creatures, and they stopped, dead in their tracks. The light over the forest began to dim. The creatures looked towards the sky in confusion. The moon was changing. Its brilliant white was fading. In its place, a blood red crept across its surface. In a matter of seconds, the moon's white glow had been replaced by a crimson shadow. A light breeze meandered through the forest and rustled the leaves, now colored a dull red. The creatures looked around at each other incredulously. I'm me, one of them spoke. I can talk. It looked down at its claws and powerful limbs. I am myself, but in beast form. What is hap- The creature was cut off by the booming voice of the robed figure. Werewolves of Rustopia. The creatures turned their attention to the figure they had been about to tear apart only moments ago. Your time has come. The age of the wolf man has come to pass. The age of the poem is over!